0: My guest today is DJ and producer Lizzie Jane. She is a phenomenal hard worker, uh, one of the top up-and-coming DJs that I think I've gotten to sit down with so far, and uh, I just wish all the world to her, and I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, I'm sitting here with um, Lizzie Jane from Yo, Tampa, what's Florida. What's up? What's up? Um uh, i want to say i'm so excited to have you on finally uh, we've been playing like phone tag and email tag it seems like forever um
1: yeah i'm and, stoked no, I'm and stoked it's been to busy it's for, for both
0: of us so but it's uh, i'm glad to finally have you on and everything um absolutely i want to say is you seem like one of the hardest working people i've seen i mean ever since oh. we first started talking um, Thank you. It, you were saying like, yeah, you know, I, I'd want to come on. I got some stuff that's coming up. That's really busy and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, then, no problem. I understand that. And then it was just like, I would see on uh, my feed like, boom, like, uh, Exo Fest, Stream Fest, another stream, another stream, another stream, another stream. You were just like
1: pumping yeah.
0: stuff out like left and right. And I, I, and that's something at least for me. um I just can't get you can't get mad at that i mean some people will, like would get mad and be like oh man like she's not coming on the show or blah 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 but I, I always look at that and i'm like ah, she's working her ass off and she's like killing it right now like no one no, can I be mad at it. that um, yeah i
1: appreciate it so for sure. just
0: know i think a lot of people have seen that you're it seems like you're working extra hard these days
1: i hope so i hope so
0: yeah yeah so has the corona uh, virus and everything that's going on put a little dent in your work or anything like that Oh yeah, I don't think it has. I mean, most
1: definitely, especially like being in the industry that we're all in. Um, Like even in your industry, it's just kind of like hit everybody with like a brick wall. Um, However, when this happened, when it was kind of the end of March, I was like, okay, this isn't going to be changing anytime soon you need to figure out a way to adapt and stay relevant. And mm-hmm. I really wasn't sure how it was going to work, but I knew I had to buy a webcam. I had to get some CDJs. I had to learn how to stream. And then I had to learn how to still be able to, you know, be, uh,
0: relevant spreading or
1: yeah being (laughs) being relevant and being providing people with with educational content and content that it's that is intriguing people to continue watching me Mm -hmm. and like following my journey and that's when i was like okay you need to do production and demo streams you need to play any quality live stream that you can get your hands on or get invited to play and you need to hold your own festival so people come to your own profile So I thought that was, like, the perfect way to extend XO Radio into Mm -hmm. XO Fest. And a lot of people on XO Fest have either done a mix or an interview for me, or they have a mix coming up for me in the future. So it's, like, perfect to kind of just all fed into each other. And if I had worked with them previously, they were totally down to play. Um, So that was really cool. And it also like, gave me the opportunity to really play in front of a bunch of people who didn't know who I was, or maybe they heard my name once or twice, but I don't really consider myself a full-time, like, touring producer yet. Like, I've done kind of, like, independent shows. Mm -hmm. I've done, like, tour runs, like, with snails, like how I was supposed to do with Black Tiger Sex Machine, where you do five or six dates on their tour but you're not on like a 40 date tour where you're hitting 40 cities that's awesome so no, this, yeah. yeah so gives this gives you a little picture of to do that. how everything's yeah, going on. yeah yeah absolutely
0: I, I didn't even know that was a thing so can you explain that a little bit more so you had the opportunity obviously i know with corona btsm didn't even come to florida but like yeah. you so you would you would tour with them for what five shows in florida kind of like yeah. hit, hit, hit so every spot what type of thing with
1: snails is he had his like world of slime tour at in mm-hmm. december yeah. and i did Jor atlanta pensacola orlando fort lauderdale and tampa and then i did his new york date with him at district district 5 or terminal 5 terminal mm-hmm. 5 in new york and so that was really cool and heim ghost was on that tour and when i was in new york jco was on the tour and when we were down here company was on the tour so it's cool i mean you, you just join them for, awesome. a, for a run of the tour, but it's like great being in your region. They know that you're going to bring people out and it gives you that opportunity to start building your EPK and resume with like really quality spots because those are like big tours. So, yeah, absolutely so it's, it's cool. And, and I was going to do the same thing with Black Tiger Sex Machine. And then we had two more kind of small five to 10 day runs that were unfortunately canceled because of everything going on. So it sucks, but like playing Groove Cruise live stream and like EDC live stream, like, They didn't really know who I was before this. And Mm -hmm. now I've gotten a legitimate booking from one of those live streams. And then I've got other people who have music coming out on their label because of the live stream. So it's like, it definitely isn't a loss. Even though you're not really getting paid for the live streams, most people aren't. The benefit is like, okay, you did this, you put in the time. And now when everything gets back to like the new normal Mm -hmm. or whatever, and there's like events and like festivals again that's when you're like, okay, hey, we're touching base and that's when you get an
0: offer to do a show. See, but that's what's important is you kind of have that insight to where you're seeing that like, hey, okay, I'm going to play, you know, EDC Discovery and yeah, it's it's not, I'm not getting paid, I'm taking time out of my day to do it and, and granted, most of us are home anyways so it's like, whatever, yeah. I might as well but um, Definitely. you've, it's it's so important and it's good to see that you have that insight of like, if I do There's this, so if much I
1: gain on the back end, yes, if you're like exactly. not looking short term and I feel like so many people are looking short term and like, of course, everybody's not in my position, like, hell yeah if I was excision, if I was seven lines, if I was gammer, hell yeah, I would take a break you know, this is the perfect time you've been touring for over 10 years, like, take yeah. a break you I know? don't blame them, but for people in like my position or people who you see on like festival circuits and like the lower billing to middle billing, like this is kind of a make or break moment where it's like, okay, are you just going to sit on your ass? Or are you going to make the most of your situation? And I really feel like for how long this has gone on, and how long I think it's going to go on, there's going to be a huge batch of artists that you potentially never see their names again. And there's going to be a huge batch of artists that start to kind of infiltrate those lower levels on yeah, festival circuit, Absolutely. And like they get their fucking shot, which is really cool. And and if I had a chance to take advantage of that situation to be in that batch of people, I think this was the time to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean in in, in my opinion, I think you've achieved it if not you're on the road to achieve it because you. you have been putting in that work. Like I say, I see I, I I'm just because I followed you on my alliances on my and stuff, I see all that stuff you're putting out and I see that you keep on this live stream i'm now working with this live stream i mean um we were just discussing it and i wanted to know some questions about that so you were on edc discovery um how does that process work i mean how did you i don't even know i know they offered it so, i don't know how that so you just apply and then they check out a music you send in a mix they listen to it and they go okay was, we want yeah, that it person was
1: just kind of one of those things where like i'm 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 never gonna be like oh i'm like too good for that and that's where i feel like some people shoot themselves in the foot because they think they're at this like level where they're too good to do something or submit to yeah. something. But like I had 2,500, 3,000 people like watching my whole entire set that had never seen me, right. never heard right. of me, like <laughs> a bunch of international people. And now I have some of those names pop up in every single stream. I have some of those names who have given me my biggest donations over streaming, like during this time. So that alone is a gain just by the amount of viewers right, right. who are like actively participating. And secondly, yeah, it was just you submitted a live stream and there was a submission date and there were requirements and qualifications. But like, I think a lot of it did have to do with I mean, my presentation was pretty good for sure, but it wasn't like I did it in a club like a lot of people I could tell like they rented out a club like they went to a club and they did their set like I just had a green screen and I did my thing. But I think when I linked, like, my bio and my social medias and, like, my previous releases, they were like, oh, this girl's actually doing something. She's not, like, some, yeah. like, bedroom DJ who has no releases, who doesn't make right. her own music, like, right. da da So I think that gave me, like, a level up. And then it was it was just cool. It was cool. I sang in my set, and they digged <laughs> it. And then, like, a few days I heard back from them, and they were like, yeah, you've been selected, da 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 And it was just kind of very cut and dry from then on. But they realized my name when i had um someone who i collabed with recently submitted some demos to uh one of their sub labels and like now we have a song coming out on one of their sub labels in september so like it's like that helped with that process and that's (laughs) like big
0: absolutely and that's yeah Yeah. that's huge that's 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 freaking awesome. Um yeah, it, oh yeah. God, I for, totally forgot what I was gonna say about it. But anyways, regardless, mm-hmm. like that's that's a that's awesome. So and you also did another live stream, um, that was a big one, uh, the Groove Cruise one. We yeah. were discussing a little bit beforehand. Now I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about the Groove Cruise one, and I know no, I I know I didn't watch it. I was on a super weird schedule this quarantine where I actually was working for my job they changed it and we needed to work on the weekend. So I was working mainly weekends. So I would even come, like I would come home and just crash. I missed so many live streams of, of a lot of people. Um, Even the big names, I missed a couple of those big name ones where I wanted to just hang. so
1: many live streams, like right out the bat when everybody was like, okay, we got to get on the game. Like there's way fewer now or way more few now. But like that mid April Mm -hmm. to mid May um, block is, was definitely filled with so many streams like so many um but Groove Cruise is kind of like holy ship where it's like it's a cruise that leaves out of miami okay. and last year i think like cascade played ally and Fila above and beyond destructo throws it he owns a few properties like he owns lifestyle which puts on spring awakening I think they assist in Sunset Music Love Festival. <laughs> like they do Izu, yeah. So like it's it's pretty big, and like Destructo owns it, and so he throws on he throws Groove Cruise too, and it's definitely more of um, a house thing, like Holy Ship is than yeah. a bass thing. But when they have bass acts, like the bass acts are pretty big. Um, so they invited me, and they had a few people on my management team. Like Fox Stevenson is another artist on my management team who played it and it was just really cool it was like a super enjoyable time and like the chat was great and what is cool is like that the actual event is still happening this coming fall and like that opens the door to be booked it you know on the cruise right and the actual the actual yeah. live ship yeah yeah <laughs>
0: yeah and yeah. um, i mean hey that's again another another thing of just like you don't know what the doors are going to open up down the road and you just kind of yeah. got to take it and run with it and be like, I'm going to do it. And I mean, again, that's just something I see within so many people around me and all that. You just don't, they don't see past that short-term gain versus yeah. the long-term and run.
1: like not a short-term career. So like if you think you're going to go from like A to Z in a year, there's probably like 0.03 percentile of people who actually do that and it's not actually maintainable. It's like, oh, I it's like, oh, I'm gonna take steroids and not eat for a year and then I'm gonna be shredded, but then I die because it's not maintainable. (laughs) And
0: not lift weights. Just gonna take the steroids and exactly. So so then it's
1: like that's like it's just not maintainable. Most people who you see Kind of like shoot up like that there's a lot going on that people don't understand like underneath the hood mm-hmm. and then like one day they're not there anymore and that's like the reason why so this this whole thing is definitely long term and and i was about to say like with the streams too it's like having music come out alongside the streams it's like that's how i look at the streams as like live events it's like you can play a thousand live events but if you don't have music like you're just captivating a very small percentage of people right. for a very small percentage of time where most of the people in the crowd are not extremely attentive so it's like if you don't have music for them to go home and listen to or yeah. merch or this or that like you're not doing your like full job to keep them in your kind of like bubble of your journey and we had so many releases that like this was supposed to be a really big like March to June Mm -hmm. like area for music for me and then I got like all of my tracks pushed back and then I released a remix for a, a band kind of on the metal side in the middle of May and then like this June was now when all my releases are starting to come out so it's gonna be like really steady like every two weeks until like October So I'm really, really, really excited. Yeah, Yeah, this is, like, the first batch of music that I'm, like, really proud of. Because it's, like, I'm cool. Like, I'm glad everybody's, like, seen me experiment and do stuff. But now I'm just, like, okay, cool. I'm collabing with people who, like, I personally don't feel like I should be collabing with. And, like, they're all, like, super cool that, like, work with me. And, like, I'm learning so much. And that's what I wanted to say about, like, quarantine, too, was, like, of course, I didn't want it to happen, but it was kind of a blessing in disguise for the position I was in because I like stepped back and I learned like so many new techniques. Like I was obviously like making music and like I was like outsourcing to get mixed and mastered. And like, Mm -hmm. I was happy, you know, using reference tracks. Like I know how to compose all that stuff. I was giving lessons, but I really feel like my like understanding and like my execution of how well and efficient I write music like literally went from like a like 6 to like an 8.5 over this time and now like I'm mixing and mastering my own tracks for the most part so I just re- and like my I've finished my EP which wouldn't have happened until like December if I was like out doing other stuff and having to like travel right. and do all that stuff so it's it's cool it's cool now I have just like a shit ton of music alongside with everything that's being released and I got picked up by a great management team and like I'm doing collabs with people who are like are insane so it's just it's <laughs> cool and i don't think any of this would have happened if there wasn't quarantine
0: yeah and again i i'm someone who tends to look on the positive of everything I, at least i try to yeah and, and, no, and, and that's and that's first off that alone is just super important in this industry and, and really mm-hmm. at anything because there's always going to be bumps in the road that come and you, they might you know rock your world for a little bit but then if you're able to hone in because i know so many people that you know when quarantine hit rather than digging deep and like all right i'm gonna do this work like what you're saying they went the opposite route and they were like dang like now nah, i can't see it i went through and, that too though like there were weeks yeah, where oh, i absolutely. was like
1: i was like man this is rough because you're like working on music you're doing it and you're like when is an audience ever going to hear this like when am i ever <laughs> going to play this live like i, I don't guess know. that's true
0: that's, that's very yeah true. yeah
1: it's like live streams are cool but like they're not the real thing like yeah. i don't know they're cool but they're just like the energy and like everything there i'm like playing like heavy dubstep and I'm looking at my webcam and I'm just like thousands of people get the energy you can do it yeah, and right this is just like a green screen behind me so it's it, it's definitely rough but I think starting with like that attitude and moving forward is definitely the way to go even though you may have like ups and downs but I do agree when what you with what you're saying I saw a lot of people who were just like F this I'm not doing anything
0: yeah and 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 you know uh unfortunately then they don't get the head the way you're getting ahead or the way other people are getting ahead and mm-hmm. and like you're saying now you because you put in all this work in this time you've got that place where like you're starting to get into that like, you're creeping into those lower tier you know lower tier artists that are but but known but known in a sense so yeah and that's what's huge and that's that's exciting and i bet you're just ecstatic about all that stuff oh but, definitely <laughs> i would be i mean i, understand. I think like the 21 i,
1: I mean originally it was going to be the 2020 year but I think the twenty one, twenty twenty one to like like that spring, this coming spring mm-hmm. to New Year's to like twenty twenty two will be really, really, really good for
0: me. You know, and that's the thing I um, I've always tried to encourage people and every and the friends that I talk to is like you, you there should I mean, yeah, you want to put a time frame on it. Obviously, everyone wants to hit that goal. Yeah. But at the same with the time, you never know like. What that journey is going to be and how long it's going to take to get to where you want to oh, be, and absolutely and not. Uh, and everyone like we were saying a little bit earlier, everyone wants it like now, they want it right now, they want it. I want to be famous now. It's just I want not this, and this and this. I don't it's care not, how much money you have. It's I, not gonna happen. <laughs> I totally agree, but the fact that you're putting in that foundation, that groundwork work, and just grind, and, and that's what sometimes it comes down to is you got to grind at the bottom. I mean, shoot, I, this podcast, this is the twenty fifth, sixth episode I've done, and yep. I remember at episode one, like. You know, I'm like, oh, I did one finally. And then I'm like, all yeah. right, I'll just build off that momentum. But like that's it starts, literally you know- how I feel
1: towards streaming. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to stream. I don't want to stream. Like I love doing XO radios like I've done, I think, 55, 56. But exactly. I remember the first one and I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know, and then you just see it grow over time. Like when you're on episode 100, you're going to be like, holy shit. Yeah. But like you don't really notice how many people kind of like jump on the train as you like start to climb up Mm -hmm. those numbers. I just like, I remember when I was streaming to like four or five people, and now every time I stream it's like 30 or 40 people. And you're like, yeah, that's not a crazy number, but like you went from never streaming in your life to streaming once a week, every week, production session, Uh, Q&A session and it's like sometimes it sucks to do it but when you do it you're like wow that wasn't bad and I'm really glad I did
0: it yeah I I don't know if you've ever heard of him or listened to him but I listen to uh, Gary Vee occasionally and he's somebody who's like very optimistic on the side he's like you know people ask him oh I only have a hundred followers or something he's like you have a hundred followers and they're like yeah no I know it's kind of small he's like no you have a hundred people that like just decided no, to follow literally. you and like, yeah. like think of it that way. And that's how I think of it now. Like all my pages and stuff, like a- even if it's small to me, I'm like,
1: people have such wow, short like, attention spans yeah, and like, like you've grasped, such short yeah. everything. So it's like, if you can do that and like, you can get like, like, Oh, like, 300 people watched it full through like that's like 300 people that's like honestly Literally, a lot.
0: like what and then that's yeah. all it takes is 300 it only takes really like five i mean yeah. if it, the right five people see it and they like it it's gonna go it's gonna start moving and it's Absolutely. just and it's but it's just so crazy and, and that's the big key like you're saying work we're saying is just it, it starts with f- grinding and working hard from the beginning because you never know how it, those in, those smaller numbers can just affect everything else in the long run um,
1: absolutely like I start every day and like I'm, a, I'm still unrealistic because I'll like write down my list for the day and I'll be like mix down this song finish this song do all your emails send this schedule your social media and I'll do something that's like completely unrealistic but even if I get like four out of those eight things done like It moves it just like all is like a smaller piece of the pie that you're moving towards and then like at the end of it You're like, oh, it's done like yeah yeah, I could write down one or two things Mm -hmm. but it's just like as long as I like grind as hard as I can and then you're like Oh, you didn't get it done, but you're being unrealistic anyways You're getting so much work
0: done and you just feel good when you get those small things done Like yeah, you write down eight. like I remember some days going into work like I would have I would look at my write My list down and I'm like, all right, there's ten things I can do today and Mm -hmm. and I can actually do, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my hardest to get all ten, but maybe I get seven. That's seventy percent. Like I can't complain. So yeah. you know, you it's it's, but it's good to have those goals. And like like you're saying, just knock that stuff off the list because as you keep going, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm feeling great. Like this is great. I'm I'm accomplishing stuff. And at the end of the day, you're like, all right, I did eight out of ten, or you know, maybe I did ten out of ten today. But I've done what yep. I've I've done a lot more than I anticipated. Um, Correct. Yeah, that's just. I, i'm with you there it's just a hard work part anyways we're getting really on yeah. a tangent about hard work and stuff which is awesome oh, i love right. talking about that stuff it's amazing um so but let's see um i don't want to get too far off schedule or off uh, yeah, what no, we were saying sure. um but um festival-wise uh, i know it's been a minute for everybody including myself i haven't been to one it's in been so
1: uh, long it feels like it's been so long
0: yeah it really has i haven't like the last one i went to i went the last one where i was was forbidden kingdom um and so talk to me about you know do you go to festivals yourself? Are there any festivals that you've played that, that you want to mention that you had a great time at? Um, so you know, my first festival,
1: I went to, by myself as a graduation present to myself after I graduated <laughs> high school to Electric Forest. And that is
0: quite the gift to yourself. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and I went by myself. I went with music festival trips when they just started. And when I was 18, I'm 23 now, so when I was 18... To twenty, I spent. I was working three jobs in school, two jobs in school, transferred schools, and I spent every single dime on festivals and feel, going to shows. I actually every single dollar,
0: hundred like, percent, every dollar.
1: <laughs> and on. I was just like, I was in school for Foley Sound, and I was like, man, I was like, I was literally writing music at home, like doing stuff, wasn't doing EDM stuff, mm-hmm. and and I was just like, I can do this, like I can do this, and then I and then my friend came over and taught me how to DJ. And then I finished learning how to DJ on YouTube, and then I was like, I could, like I know how to work a doll. Like I was primarily working in Pro Tools, but that was for more of like a, a post processing for like film and television stuff. So like I'm Pro Tools certified. I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to Logic, which is what I had for school, and I was trained like classically. So I'm really good at scoring. Mm-hmm. But scoring is different than working, obviously, like, in a digital, like, analog software, like, Ableton, FL Studio. And then I went from Logic to Reason, which is, like, Reason is, like, old as dirt way. Like, funk case uses Reason. Like, people <laughs> who have been doing this shit for, like, 30 years uses Reason. And still a really cool doll. Was not for me. And then I just started in Ableton. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I think I started, like, really, I played my first show the week before I turned 21 and then I put out my first song six months later and then we just worked up I took a few lessons it was never like hard for me to to write it was hard for me to work in Ableton and like understanding mixing and post-processing and even like it's been like a two-year journey and like hell yeah my music is so much better but it's like I still have so much to learn so that's why it's like when I teach students I teach students like piano music theory um beginners at Ableton and such and I'm just like you got to be patient and you have to do it every day. I I got out of school and I quit everything. I was working at Morton Steakhouse and I was working at a country club and I was playing at Ritz and when I graduated I was like I'm done. Quit all my jobs, lived off of what I was making at Ritz for the residency. This is when I was on Saturdays and I just worked on music every day all day. Like sucked. Like I was so bad. And then like it became (laughs) not that bad. I took some lessons. Like I remember Matt Peekaboo, like, before he blew up, was one of my first, like, instructors. And he, like, helped me understand structure and, like, like, mix down techniques and stuff like that. And then, like, I really just learned it all online. Like, that's it. And having good friends. Like, having, I kind of got in with a really good group of people. I don't deal with people who are, like, drama starters and, like, negative people. So I kind of attracted myself to the right group within the Orlando and Tampa, like, EDM scene. And they all happened to be really good producers, so it was like then I had all these guys who knew a lot more than me that I could bounce stuff on and off of and and that was just like really really cool and and yeah, so I don't really know what the question was. You're no, you're good. I <laughs> was. I just
0: kinda, I just kinda we rambled. were we were discussing uh, about first festivals oh, and then, festivals? then like how you got I'm in the festivals. But yes, I mean, but no, no. But go. don't even don't even fret over it because that's that's I mean that's gonna be something we're gonna talk about anyways. Is like that beginning story of like when did it click? Like I'm gonna start doing this, and you just explained I, it, which is which is awesome. But um, yeah, and it's even more awesome. Like you say, you so many people like when they go and they try to learn stuff they. Either one, they like don't aren't open to learning stuff <laughs> for some reason, or two, they're like they're kind of shut off. They think they know everything, and like People you don't are-
1: understand. There's like a huge psychological, like psych. I can't even speak. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're just gonna we're, we'll exit <laughs> that. Out. There's a huge like thing in your mind. There's a that huge is, battle it, in your head. Psychological, yeah, yeah psychological. It's psychological um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that blocks like yourself from actually understanding information when you're very fixed on a way yeah. that you're previously doing it's just like anything like a routine like this yep. and that and like learning how to produce when you've been doing it a certain way or don't understand how to do it or like trying to produce without understanding that understanding like music theory yep. is kind of like say okay I'm gonna step go from step one to step five and not know two three and four and like do that and that's what people don't understand like that's the only reason why i learned how to produce as quickly as like i did because i've been in music like my whole life like i did the band thing i did the did the classic orchestra thing (laughs) what did you play in
0: band i'm curious uh
1: me i i did bass Bass? I, i did so so i did i had a rock band for a while that actually did really well and i played bass and i sang and i originally started on keyboard and then in school i violin okay. and and okay. yeah so it was kind of like on both edges but i originally started piano when i was like five years old i had I also piano. started on the
0: piano i yep, started on the I piano. Did piano and ballet mm-hmm. from
1: five to fifteen <laughs> years old and then my dad made me choose between music and dance and i said i'm way too tall to be a ballerina so we're gonna go with music and then and then yeah and then it just kind of went from there but that's why it was like all i had to figure out was how to maneuver this new language it was like learning french or learning something yeah. like that it's just a new language in a workstation but people don't understand that and that's why people end up making rhythm that like sounds like shit and only hits one note and there's people <laughs> like there's people that make really good <laughs> rhythm but like they understand music so it's really hard coming into like this genre and like trying to write a successful song
0: Hmm. i mean yeah i i, I personally i have no i do not have any experience in the actual realm of making music and yeah, it's something yeah. that has always perplexed me of like you know how it does i mean i've seen the videos of you know they put something up on like tiktok like they did this and this oh, I, see, sure. and I, I see ready, that I and i see that and i'm like him. okay and then but yeah. i'm like at the same time i look at that and i'm like just just look at the overall co-. like to me i see that and i i don't obviously i love the music That's why i do the podcast That's why i'm involved yeah. i want to be more involved in it i love it but i also look at it and i see it and i'm like oh my gosh like the way the, that it's all... like
1: complex until somebody breaks it down for you and then it's really simple but it's like so much practice to be like oh that's simple like oh i understand how to automate i know how to mix down i know how to do this and that like <laughs> there's a lot of like math behind it but it's like still really cool but it's just like what you said like it's just nothing to approach if you're looking for a short-term goal
0: with yeah with anything you especially and i feel
1: like that's with anything you yeah, know? absolutely like, i mean that's very what few i see things yeah. that i can think of where you're like okay like I'm making all the money like I don't know
0: and I think the, well I think that's also part has to do with it is like when you go and take that you know that leap of faith of like I'm gonna start doing this there's a different level of like all right, I'm gonna take the safe route when you take that safe route things tend to be a little bit more easier but there's not as much reward in the end whereas like you know that's what we're saying is like when you have to when you go fuck it I'm gonna just I'm gonna make music the rest of my life or I'm gonna do this podcast the rest of my life like that's what I want to do you kind of have to like start at square one and grind through it at first because the outcome the potential outcome for later is a lot bigger versus yeah, and like it's
1: like really scary to like not have a plan b like of course like i do have a lot of like tools in the tool belt that like i can freelance and like make mm-hmm. money and do stuff but like my boyfriend says that all the time too is he like he was like you know when you decided to make this decision like you made it like you made it you quit everything and like that was it and but that's also because i feel like there was some sort of a confidence behind it where it was like okay If you do what you know needs to be done, you're going to get where you want to go, but you're not going to get where you want to go if you're serving tables or working this other audio job that requires 60 hours out of your week and, like, do this and do that. So it's like I just kind of had to, like, suck it up and take, like, a huge, huge decrease in income for the last few years, but, like, it's totally worth it. Like, not a lot of people can do what they enjoy for a living. It was a very small percentage
0: it's funny you say that i'm going through a similar thing right now where i have to pick and i had to pick a job or, or this and this and that, and that and i felt that too i'm like i want to just just call it and just take the me- less money yeah. and just work There's my really ass off no on this There's reason
1: why you can't do it too like it doesn't matter like how old you are when you get there if you have to work 20 mm-hmm. years at a mm-hmm. job but like at one point in your life i feel like you should be doing something that you enjoy
0: i i couldn't agree more you're like- <laughs> gonna agree more um
1: yeah
0: yeah that's that's a yeah that gets exactly how. It and that's what life's all about is you should start doing your things you want to do and i think more and more people in our generation are starting to get like you know i feel like our parent generation was like all right we're gonna work i'm gonna work this job i'm gonna provide well I'm gonna it was do this. like
1: high school college have babies raise yeah. the kids mm-hmm. do that and yeah. i feel like our generation is just like so, so much more i want to do me and i want to be happy yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah that's why a lot of people look down on us but at the same time i feel like especially with everything going on right now i feel like our generation has like this power to really like change the way that the next generation like looks at the world maybe not the next generation but like two or three generations oh, away. Yeah. like yeah. the kids who are in like elementary school right now like by the time they're our age I feel like if we do the right thing, the world could be completely different.
0: Yeah, and I also think the internet like very much helps us with that because oh my gosh. it's yeah. something our parents for sure didn't have that we have. Our parents didn't can have like, the internet. Like, no, not at they all. They have and, like, and we can,
1: the you, One News channel.
0: And we can use it. Yeah, the One News channel. And we can <laughs> use the internet in a sense to kind of get to that goal of like, I want to do this like I have friends that did flip stuff on the side they don't go to work they just flip they just flip and yeah. make money that way I have friends that sell shoes I have friends that yeah are doing podcasts like me it's like all this different stuff and it's all over the internet and our parents have no idea they're like well what does they this have mean no idea. Like, you you can that's can not job security 99. and I'm like yeah I know it's not no. it's, <laughs> it's fun though it's especially I like it <laughs> with, like, what
1: you see what you just saw happen with the economy and what you like see happen with other things like no I'm not extremely educated on it but All I know is that, like, it gives people our age more of a reason, like, not to run a a 401k, not to invest all your things in stocks, like, not to, it's just, like, I've seen, like, my parents, some of my parents' friends lose everything, lose their retirement money, lose, like, everything from this, and I know so many kids exactly like us that are, like, 1099, Contractors, they're real estate agents, they're yeah. they're mm-hmm. fitness motivators, they're whatever. You can fucking make a living, a good ass yeah. living, off of being an influencer if you do it the right yeah. way. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying that's great. No, I mean, but it's, it's definitely true. You're not like... great. But it's true. Like, it's true. There's so many things that you can do that can make you not work a nine to five.
0: Yes, absolutely. And 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 that's one thing I will say though on the on the opposite end of investing wise. Investing is the fact that it can lead to more fi- more time wise freedom because you make your money work for you. Yeah. And, but, absolutely. you know, again, you got to be smart with it because there are yeah, there's so no, many absolutely. people that um be educated on it. Yeah, I am this, not. My <laughs>
1: boyfriend is. I am not.
0: Yeah, there's so much stuff out there. I mean, cuz like you say you know people that have lost all their money. And 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 there's uh, not, and we don't have to get into finances, obviously, but yeah, like, there, no, I could. can give you a brief s- synopsis yeah, of like, yeah, sometimes that. you got people that like they'll tell you, like, you can put, oh, put X amount of money in this and this and this. And, you know, uh, like for someone who's young, for instance, if I went to a financial advisor, a lot of times they tell us, like, put 70% in the stocks because you're young, you can take on the risk. But like, then what you say right now, if I had 70% in the stocks, I would have gotten hammered. I'd have lost yeah. a lot of money. And you <laughs> and on the not the, Right, and then you pull it and then you and never get that back. whatever, yeah. You sell it, but pull it. And everyone, yeah, I got yeah. what you meant. I got what whatever, you meant. Whatever, But, know. you know, there's other ways of doing it to where you're a little bit more, you're, you're not doing it where you lose a everything. A little
1: bit more protected, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, I mean, the dream is to, like, be making money when you're not working or having money make money for you. Right, right, because, you know, yeah. we have
0: to sleep, but the yeah, famous yeah. saying is like we can, we have to sleep eight hours but money never has to sleep so no, you know, eventually yeah. you get those you know you, you get big as an artist you're making million dollars a year and then you just start putting that in other stuff well then, yeah <laughs> your brand
1: becomes your brand starts making money i know so many artists whose brand are worth more than their music like the actual like image of them mm-hmm. and like their merchandise and all this stuff Make like nine hundred to a thousand more percent than their actual yeah, and thats like it's
0: wild. And that's what's crazy is like I think a lot of people don't realize. And hopefully someone you know can mentor you in that as well because I don't even know the full extent yeah. of it. But exactly what you're saying, like you're no longer, in, especially in today's in day world, you're no longer just an artist. You're an artist, a public figure, a brand. Like like you're saying, it's oh all God. of it tied into one. And you have a chance to where you could capitalize on that. And hopefully, that's why it's um, just
1: like it's 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 really hard and like frustrating for a lot of really great producers to like really understand this but like making good music is just a piece of the pie like you can make you can make phenomenal music if you were smart you would make phenomenal music and you would sell it to somebody who's big who's gonna pay three times the amount what it's worth to put their name on it and you just stay inside you make your you know two three hundred k and Mm -hmm. you live in a nice house done but if you want to do this like it's it's social media it's the understanding of social media algorithms like you have to be a a media marketing manager you have to oh, be yeah. a producer so, you, have oh, yeah. be, you have to be in shape or you better make your brand about being not in shape something you have to yeah. do you know you have to do all this shit like you have to have the image like the res eyes like perfect image of a brand and oh. and the merchandise and then like there's even. More back end understandings to it and having a tour schedule and having a release schedule and yeah. staying alive. Yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir. People, I love that stuff. Yeah. Oh. A lot of people can't do it. And no. that's why mm-hmm. there's teams. That's why there's managers, there's agents, there's publicists, there's this and there's that. And all those people are put in place for a reason, but like you can't do this by yourself. Like most big artists literally have teams of like 10 to 15 people. Yeah. Like I've, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And
0: it's funny because I, again, I'm coming in on like i'm starting to get into it more and talk to more and interview more people and that's something i've started to see more and more i never you know, never in my life did i think about it until like i started like a year ago getting in and talking to more people and seeing it myself and it's it's crazy like you're saying that it's it's yeah it's a group of people coming together and almost you, in can, a sense for you can see
1: it a lot when you like talk to an artist like i'm very self-directed and like a self like I hold myself at like the the head of the bow when it comes to like Lizzie Jane I'm very vocal in the decisions that we all make as a team and we work as a team and then you've got other artists that are like they're just there they're do what they're told they put out the music that they're given and they run the brand and they keep their image up and both both are successful Mm -hmm. but you'll you'll definitely see as you interview more artists and you can see it on their social media too if they're a director in there, in there, you know, project, or if they're just a piece of the pie, because that happens too. A lot of times, I've met managers that like they're ninety percent of the project, and the DJ is just ten. Yeah. They do their thing, they travel, and that's it. Yeah. And it, and it's just you've got you've got like it's like a chessboard, and everybody's a different <laughs> player. Everybody kind of has a different journey too, and that's why like I have Zoom calls and I'll like talk to kids who are just kind of getting into it. Like I'll give them advice, do whatever, and like there's no like path. There's like tools that you have to have in a toolbox, but like everybody's path is so different. Like right now you could blow up over Twitter if you did the right thing. Like it's it's just crazy. It's like you you know everyone's kind of like road to like their own determined success is very different.
0: That was beautifully oh. put. Um you just absolutely, yeah. You're nailing like everything I I aspire, everything I think about like working hard and all that. um I just love when I get to talk and sit down with people. Well, that are I think very it's like a commonality.
1: Minded. Like I think people who work hard and are successful, like whether it be now or in ten years, like there are common characteristics of those who do work hard. Like there's a reason why people yeah. get where they're going.
0: I agree. I agree. It, but you yeah. put it just when I talk to people, it's so to me, again, I talk to some people that aren't really working hard and they don't care and they're just going through it. And yeah. like I, when I hear other people that are on that same level that I feel I'm on, like, like I want to grind. I want to do this, this and this and this and this, and I'm working hard. So when I hear other people doing it. I'm like, Fuck you. I'm like, yes. And I get excited. Yeah. So, um, all the, all the power to you, all the props to you. You put that beautifully. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, it's almost time. We gotta get going here. So, tell me about any new music you got coming out. I know you mentioned a few, okay. but let get all it right. out there. So <laughs> I had uh,
1: an official remix for Infinite drop last Friday. Super cool track. Had a lot of fun making it. Um, cool. Uh, it's on all of my music platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. Da da da. I have a release on a new label called Stratos. This label has not any exclusive artists, however. Dr. Ozzy, Chime, The Brig, myself, Asora, Millennial Trash, and a few other guys are part of the first compilation and have the first few singles. Nice. So I'm really excited for that. Woo-hoo! It's an original. Yeah, it's an original <laughs> coming out this Friday. And it's called I Am, and I'm singing on it. And then I produce the track with The Brig. The Brig is like honestly one of my favorite fucking producers. Like I've been playing out his music since I pl- started playing on Fridays at Ritz. So, to get paired up with him to do this track was really, really, very really cool. Yeah, very exciting. And he's a circus records artist, so, like, that's cool. We have some stuff going on with them.
0: What was August. his name again? I'm sorry. Br- Brig? The, Brig. the Brig. He's from
1: Russia. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, and then next month, we have... One original dropping and one official remix dropping on a big label. I think I think it's next month, the, the big label remix, maybe August. And then we have the stuff with the Insomniac's crew happening in September. And that's a song that I actually just sang on, which is really, really cool because it's a vocal feature, but it's like a really big deal. It's definitely my favorite song that I've ever sang on, period. And then we have the EP for this fall, and that is Finding a Home currently so
0: fantastic mm. all yeah. exciting stuff coming up the pipeline i look forward for sure. to hearing it and yeah. everything um that's it that's all i got for us it okay. was a fantastic time <laughs> thank
1: you for having me absolutely I when, when this is all over and like there's not thousands of people getting sick I'll uh, we'll have an in-person we will absolutely have to do one better. absolutely yeah all right yeah
0: Bye-bye. <laughs>